SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. insights and expert perspectives you need to win and here's more good news it's free so stay tuned and get the winning edge this is the sports grid radio network live from sin city vegas baby vegas it's vegas sportsbook radio with brian blessing i was just like last time probably like you know fatigue if anything i was sleeping a lot but I'm glad to be back. Like, 10 days being off, I ain't like it at all. So I'm just happy to see you guys, you know, see my teammates, see the fans. I'm just glad to be back. It's over with. I'll let you guys in on a little secret with the ACL rehab. It's not really the, the front of the week. It's the back load of the week. It's just getting, building that callus up in your body again, taking those reps. My body felt good today. I'm going to go and get a good lift, um, continue to work on my rehab process, continue to get my knee right, get my body right. And then, you know, the more I'm allowed to do, uh, attack it 110% and try to get better every day. There you go, a little football talk. Get the day underway. Vegas Sportsbook Radio Series 204 along the Sports Grid platforms. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. We're in Vegas. Thrilled to be with you. That was Lamar Jackson. Happy to be back with the Ravens and Saquon Barkley coming back from the knee injury. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. Chris Bavona is back in New York. I hope against hope, Chris. He's an incredible talent. I hope Barkley can hold up. It would be interesting to see the kind of numbers, especially if the offensive line is improved, what kind of numbers he could put up if, and unfortunately if is the key word here, this kid stays upright. You know, it's not just the numbers that he can put up. He's obviously become the leader of this team. You know, it's not Daniel Jones, which normally it should be your quarterback, but I think just the way that Saquon... Uh, holds himself and, and holds himself accountable, I think he really has become a true leader in the NFL. So I'm with you on this. I really, really hope he, his ACL holds up. And if it does, I think he's going to do some magical things this year. And you being the big Giants fan you are, you're going to the game this weekend, huh? I am. Actually, I'm going with a friend of mine who's a Jets fan, so it'll be uh, fun to go, go to that. It's the first game I've gone to in like uh, five years. You almost hit me from 2,200 miles away when I said, I love that stadium. I should, I, I still want to hit you. I think every Giant and Jet fan will, will want to smack you. See, you're missing the point, though. We hate I don't, you. I don't, know, I, don't know, I don't know about the concourse. I don't know about the parking. I don't know about the travails you go through to get there. But I will tell you, I've been there many, 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 many times. And of the stadiums in the, let's call it, semi-modern area, what do you think that is? What is that thing now, about 25, 30? No, it's about 12 years old. 
Well, the sight Stadium, line. The sight lines, I will give you this. Watching a game there is a lot of fun. It's, it's yeah, the sight lines Anywhere are you good. go, you've got a good seat. Getting to that stadium is, I would say that's probably the equivalent of, of probably your trip to hell when you, know, when you go to meet your maker. That's the trip to hell. Well, thanks for pointing me in that direction. <laughs> what did I do to you? I'm, I'm just I'm saying in go, general. I'm, hoping, I'm not I'm saying you're to, going out. I'm open to go the other way. <laughs> you know, I mean, don't worry. I, Brian, I, if, I, if that's where you're going, don't worry. I'll be one of the first guys to shake your hand. I'm assuming there's going to be a very lengthy pit stop, but I hope I get the green flag at some point. Stevie right, Slap. Cool. See how I see how I made the sports reference to that? Well, well, well done. I Chris, <laughs> I'll just tell you. New York Giants are better than the San Francisco Giants in this regard. Candlestick back in the day was a grisly adventure to get to because it was one-way traffic in and out of there. And then, as opposed to the good sight lines that you have at MetLife, at Candlestick, I got put behind a pillar. Like, almost every time I went there. It's oh, a lot of obstructive views yes. there, that place. Yeah. That, one's, that one's a little long in the tooth. Yeah. So, so you, you, you got a little better than, than, than I did back in the day. And isn't that the problem with Levi Stadium now with the 49ers? I haven't been there. I don't know. There, there's a lot of pillars there. I don't know. A brand new joint would have sideline problems? I mean, it's not the Barkley Center for a hockey game. The, well, right? I, the, I, the Barkley Center, you can't see. There's a lot of places in there. I mean, it's great they got all that room to put the car behind the net, but they got fans that can't see the game. That place was never meant to be a hockey arena. It was never no. meant to be a hockey arena. And now they're no, moving you to don't... their own arena, which is supposed to be beautiful. Oscar Dance back in the KHL now is lucky his career didn't end at the Barclays Oh, Center. the ice so bad there. The yeah. two worst ices in hockey were Carolina and the Barclays Right. Center. All right. So we're off to the races. You, what, what are you doing? You're getting ready, man. You're... Maybe the big move, huh? You, well, you're, get, you're getting the house all gussied up. I I'm, mean, I'm making a move. I don't. We'll see how big it is, but hopefully upgrading uh, the living situation. I found out what my house was worth. Yeah. The prices around here are going through the roof. I don't. I never understood that. Like you got to prep it up and show it. You know, make it look nice. You're going to the like Hobby Lobby and buying like fifty dollars worth of plastic flowers or something. No, I. I, I just I cleaned the carpets. I, I painted some rooms that needed painting. Da da da, yada yada yada. You're yada yadaing <laughs> realty. <laughs> hey, Vinny Malayulo is going to join us next segment. We're ready to rock and roll. Tony Neville from Treasure Island in hour number two. We've got Kenny White, Mark Lawrence coming up tomorrow. A lot of great football talk. Andy Isco, Chuck Esposito. Great guests for you the remainder of the week. Glad to be with you. Sirius 204, the Sports Grid Radio Network. Please keep it right here for Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Fun fact. Even if the last... SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
Some people get their information from just anybody. Friends, co-workers, horoscopes, gum wrappers. If that's you, Dude. what are you doing? Credibility. It's a thing. We're your trusted source for gaming, odds, and more. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing on Sports Grid Radio. Sirius XM Channel 204. He's tracking a fly. Oh. Shoot fly. Don't bother me. Shoot fly. Don't bother me. Shoot fly. Don't bother me. Cause you belong to my friends. Good catch. Giddy up. That was me this morning. I was doing two hours of radio work on the back patio. And I was terrorized by some stubborn flies and a couple of them. So as soon as I got done with the radio stuff, I'm usually a pretty tame, peaceful guy. I was shooting fireworks in this guy. I got these two flies. I got them. And I was so proud of myself. <laughs> it was. I felt like I was starring in the Magnificent Seven. You know, I, I got them. I got the fly. These flies will bother no um, one ever again. And then I talked to the dead fly. It's you like, t- you dirty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's a little Tarantino-esque. I'm sorry. It was the highlight of my day. And now the highlight of my day is welcoming in, although he may have just hung up, Vinny Malley, <laughs> our good bud, at Vincent Vinny on Twitter. LVDC takes care of the horse players in the state of Nevada. You come to Vegas, you will catch our pal Vinny out at the South Point. How you doing, pal? Hey, uh, I'm good, Mr. Goldblum. It's, uh, <laughs> that's right. That's you, right. Um, oh, wow. That's <laughs> it's the little things mean a lot, Vin. Now, I know you're national now, so you, you got a couple of flies out in 105 degrees, and you think you're going to really you know, get sympathy from some listener down in you know, Baton Rouge who's probably got like a swarm around I, I, horse I don't. I'm not going to. I don't want to. I don't want to, you know, I just, I don't know about the evolution of flies, but these were very aggressive flies. They were, they were taunting me, Vin. It was, it yeah, got personal. All right. All right. <laughs> You're all right now? I'm okay, buddy. I'm all good to go. So what's new and exciting preseason football? Lots of it coming up this week. We're close, kid. Yeah. You know, you had a great, uh, pretty good start in terms of uh, betting handle last uh, Thursday uh, with the uh, the Steelers and uh, and Cowboys, which was pretty one way actually, uh, it was all about the Steelers. I mean, that game opened uh, one and uh, Steelers won and closed two and a half. Uh, one way ticket on the on the under as well from 34 down to uh, 31. So betters cashed. Uh, not a correlation. You know, it was a uh, it was favorite and under, uh, not favorite and over or dog and under. But you know what? You you just tip your cap. How about this? And here are the Steelers now. Uh, no short week. They get uh, they get uh, a regular week. They go from Thursday to Thursday. Uh, no short week, no long week. Uh, this uh, this back to back. So they play from Thursday. From an odds making perspective, but tell me, Philly's a one point favorite against Pittsburgh, and Dallas is catching one and a half against Arizona. When you're putting a number together. How much is it worth in relation to the number? Yeah, I get it. It's preseason. But they've got both of those teams have a game under their belt. And in past years, that's mattered. 
Well, it's matter, Bry, and, uh, you know, again, shop around because there's ones out there. We're, uh, South Point's at one and a half on, on Philly and two on uh, on Washington still. Um, but, you, you know, Bry, you, you certainly well, – you, there's a couple of things about it, right? As odds makers, you saw both the Cowboys and the Steelers, right? Although the Cowboys, man, they, they left probably a third of their uh, roster in California. And of course, no Roethlisberger and uh, any other starter played, uh, you know, one series maybe it's a couple series for the uh, uh, for the Steelers. Uh, but it, it certainly matters. I mean, you're not going to make too big an adjustment, right? Because you want to pay attention to uh, certainly quarterback rotations, right? You got those down now, and then pay attention to what the uh, the coaching staff is is saying. You try to delve into it. It's a lot of work, but you got to you know try to get a feel for what these coaches are looking at in terms of reps for who and how many. Um, so let me ask a, you, Vin, is it div- a, a little bit of a factor, but it's not as, you know, it's not an overwhelming factor. I think there's a, here's a, there's a bigger factor here. If you look at the Rams, McVeigh says, uh, that, uh, you know, he is, is not going to have Stafford take a, so much as a snap in the preseason. So his I know, first thank you. game snaps are going to be, it, you know, on uh, uh, that Sunday night game at home against the Bears. Well, he's not going to be wearing a red penny, you know, a red jersey that night. And, uh, you know, guys are going to be coming after him and, and, and stuff like well, that. that. So that you want to look at and take into consideration, I guess, you know, for the first quarter, certainly the first half for sure. That leads into my next question because I'm, as you well know, Benny, I'm dumb, but I'm not stupid. And I've been saying for a yeah, month. But you are a fly. You are you're effective against flies. But go ahead. Well, yeah, but now apparently I'm quick. I was able to get the fly. But I've been saying for a month, one fewer preseason game. They learned how to do this last year. They always could have done it. And preseason limits are lower. But if you the, the house goes two and thirteen, believe me, that'll leave a mark. But you guys want to hang the right numbers. I think this will be a unique preseason. I think it will be. We'll see noticeable difference. But I've been saying for a month, I don't think a team that's moderately well-established is going to have a starter. I mean, they'd be nuts to even put them out there. I mean, more than a series, if at all. And I'm thrilled to hear McVeigh say that because that makes sense. Why? You're playing an extra regular season game. Get your work done in camp. Don't expose these guys to injuries with God knows what offensive lineman in front of you and some guy trying to make a team hit your quarterback on the knee. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it does make sense, but you so, – so dress rehearsal this year, and I asked this of Michael Lombardi, uh, who uh, has a show on VSIN, and yeah. uh, Michael's a former NFL exec, right, uh, GM, uh, front office person, and but does a terrific does a terrific job. I asked him, I said, what do you think is going to be dress rehearsal week? You know, years past, obviously, last year's – you know, can't bring up, but in years past, it was week three was that dress rehearsal week. He still thinks it's going to be that third game. But the the other part is, Brad, it's still a week and a half before this, the season opens, right? I mean, uh, almost two weeks before the season opens. So I, I don't know if, you know, if it, if it doesn't make sense. You, you still, you, you got the, the opposite is you got Brady saying, I'm going to get reps, you know, and, and, and you know, it's not like, you know they're going to down to that coach's staff is going to say no. You know what? I don't know. No, you're not. I mean, so it's going to be a hodgepodge. It's so from an odds making standpoint. That's why you have, you know, is is there a you know you're you're we're, 
I don't want to say that we're guessing, but it's not as solid as uh, the regular season. You got to hang every game. You as a better can look at one or two games, and mm-hmm. we'll get to one in particular that's that's you know moving you know move quite a bit. But you, you know that's why limits are lower, and uh, you know numbers move a lot quicker. So you know you've got a couple of games, and I mentioned it. You know Washington hasn't moved off the opener of two. Not to say that it won't. Uh, the Colts game has not moved off the opener of two, which is that Sunday night game uh, this week. Uh, the Raiders haven't moved off a of one and a half, but yet you got a game like the Jaguars that both uh, I would say the general public and uh, more respected you know professionals are on right now because that game opened it opened four at the South Point. I think there were fives out there actually, mm-hmm. but you've got. Yeah, listen, you got a whole new culture now, right? You got Urban Meyer, you got a whole new philosophy, uh, number one draft pick, which has been, you know, one, probably, probably the most highly touted quarterback coming out of college since Andrew Luck. And that game has now gone to, uh, to the Jaguars, too. So a lot of extremes out there. You got to switch your favorites in the Minnesota game, right? And, and Zimmer. That's the other part. You you look at which coaches have had success in the preseason. Zimmer's had some pretty good success in the preseason, but yet the Vikings have gone from one one and a half point favorites to now two point dogs at home against the Saints. Why is that? Well, the Saints have a quarterback competition going on. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's etched in stone that Taysom Hill is going to be the starter, right? So oh, you you have to you have to evaluate you know quarterback battles. Maybe even from a totals perspective, you got to battle a wideout. The only way to evaluate him is throw the ball. We're talking preseason yeah. football, baseball, a lot of great stuff. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slepshed, and our guest Vinny Maliulo. Back to Vegas in a moment. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Plus products for pets, too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. Every day, sports happens. It never stops. And neither do we. Get the expert perspectives you need. Strategies and vital information you won't get anywhere else. You're listening to the home of the winning edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Man who catch fly with chopstick. Accomplish anything. You ever catch one? Not yet. <laughs> Thank you, Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing and Stevie Slapshot. Glad to be with you here on a Tuesday. It is Tuesday, right? Yep. All day. It's getting to the point. We're starting to run together. That means football's no, close. No, I know. It's getting close. Vinny Maliulo's joining us, a good friend at VSIN Vinny. And fantasy football players, I just want to tell you right out of the gate fantasy drafts are coming. Ours is coming up. And if you want to come in from out of town, let me give you a great idea. How about a four-day boys week? Come on in. Come to Vegas for four days. Bring your fantasy league. Do your fantasy football draft at Oasis, 4955 South Decatur. The banquet room, the food, the drink, the kitchen is open 24-7. The gaming promotions are nuts. They give $5,000 cash back to the players monthly. Fantasy football's coming, Vin. They, uh, they booking up that room? 
Yes, they are, buddy. By the way, uh, the uh, uh, 5,000 is this week. Uh, so uh, be, uh, uh, this weekend. I think it's Friday night. So uh, You want to see happy people, man. Go there that night. Oh, buddy. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you, you, you're a good idea, Bryce, you know, to get over there. The, the room is uh, is booking. And, uh, by the way, 702-579-2237. So I'll take a little. Bit of giddy up. Good move. Uh, oh, by the way, it's Oasis, O apostrophe, A-C-E-S. That's not like Desert at the Oasis. It's Oasis. No, it's buddy. Got, it's got it's the a, card theme. This Oasis the has theme. the cold beer, you know, so. <laughs> Was that Maria Moldauer? Yeah, at mid, the Midnight at the Oasis. Midnight yeah, at the Oasis. Yeah. Midnight right. at the Oasis. Very good. No, I yeah, was close. Thank you. Hey, so we had a little talk uh, during the break, Vinny, and I, I think this is interesting, and I want to bring it back up uh, on air. We get information on the Internet nowadays, such as what you were talking about with McVeigh, where he says, you know, Stafford's not going to see the light of day during the preseason. Uh, we know in this week's game, Detroit is going to play their first unit through the first quarter into the second quarter. They want to start a culture there. And then, you know, we also know that uh, Jordan Love's going to see a lot of action for the Packers and Aaron Rodgers not so much. When, when you get information like that, Vinny, do you – is that – Part of the power rankings does that factor into the into the numbers that you then put up on the board, and you also know that the public is going to see that information. Do you shade the number a little bit based on what you think the public is going to do with that information? Yeah, good question, Stevie. Uh, so it's it's a little bit of a different situation, right, uh, with the, with the preseason and and the regular season because you know you're not going to see the regulars and, and the starters in many cases at all. Much you know, uh, if if or if you do, it's pretty limited. So um, power ratings not as uh, predominant or, or much I shouldn't say as much of a factor uh, in the uh, in the preseason uh, as they are during the regular season for week one, right? So there, you start with that. There's also no need, and this is my personal opinion, I know Chrissy Andrews, the director out of South Point, feels the same. There's no reason. You know, it's not a race to be first, right, with these with these numbers. Uh, so what we'll do is you, you kind of scour out there. Uh, you, you, you go to the team websites. Go look at the beat writers. you got to, you know, you get somebody, either you do it yourself, we do it ourselves, but you could get somebody on staff as well monitoring it, keeping what's going on. Uh, keep track of what's happening coming out of camp. If there's any injuries uh, that you know that uh, that take place, like we saw with Dak Prescott last week uh, with his uh, with his labrum. So there's there's things like that you want to keep a track of. But you also compare to what's going on out there. You know, it's uh, I'll go back to the example uh, that we talked about in in the first segment, the Browns and Jaguars, where we opened at four, which seemed high, right? And because now there's a six point move to the other way where. The Jags are now two-point favorites, but they're places that opened at five, and that's not a critique of them. But you looked at it and you go, hey, "Man, you know what? This is this Urban Meyer factor. Everybody's going to be all over uh, the uh, the Jags in this game. Browns, they're getting all the you know, or not all, but a significant amount of attention in the future book. Uh, everybody's very high on the Browns this year. People are betting them to win the division and and, and again to win the conference and everything. So over in regular season wins so that there's a lot of love for the Browns except not in this game because the Browns are a bit more established right and now you've got uh, a team well, that's going to reestablish culture so you take all those into, into into account but you also realize that yeah there's an element of anticipation you know that the the public is probably going to there you you have to assume uh, and believe that the public has got 
at least the same, if not better, information than you uh, on every one of these teams. Why? Because the public can zero in on one or two games. We've got to book them all. But, Vin, I mean, the reality is, you know, we know power, the importance of power ratings. I mean, I don't know, you don't even look cross-eyed at them. You know, you're talking about coaches' information, quarterback rotations. And if you look, okay, Tampa Bay is a six-point favorite over Cincinnati. That's the biggest spread. The Chargers are four over the Rams because McVay just told you, I ain't playing anybody. And then the lion's right. share of these games are one and a half, two, two and a half. You know what I mean? There's, there's no big spreads in these games because really, at the end of the day, who the heck cares what the result is? Well, well, you do as a better. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, I mean, no, no, but I mean, the teams don't care. Yeah. So in look, terms of the number, yeah, the numbers you're hanging matter. Here's the thing: the charge, the Rams, are now up to a four-point dog at home, right? On uh, uh, Saturday night, they're a seven-point favorite on the first Sunday night game of the year. So that's where your power ratings come in. Not so much right. in the preseason. All right, and the college football's coming fast, my friend. How are you making out in terms of lassoing as much information as you can? I'm doing conference previews with Mark Lawrence and Kenny White, and we're doing all yeah. these, you know, previews, and it's amazing. I mean, we're getting, we're this close, and we're talking about transfer portal here, quarterback coming from the SEC to the Pac-12, you know, some guy getting an opportunity going from the ACC to the MAC. It's unbelievable. I mean, you really, really are still digging. I mean, we got the Sherlock Holmes hat out with the pipe. Yeah, good good points, Brian. I mean, let's face it. Any more between the transfer portal and the uh, the uh, NIL, right? Name, image, and likeness aspect. What what college college football is now? You know, they're the players are free agents, and so you're trying to keep track of all of that stuff, which most most of the rosters are pretty set now, but you also have to keep track of injuries, right? I mean, we saw, uh, you know, we saw uh, Miles Brennan got hurt last week, uh, you know, the starting LSU quarterback, and it uh, looks like they're going to go with Max Johnson, and that game is at UCLA on Saturday, uh, the 4th, right, which is, you know, that's really, uh, you know, that's a big weekend of, of college football. So, couple of things about that game, for instance. LSU, we, we put up as a game of the year, LSU-UCLA opened two. Well, it got bet up to four, so when we reopened it for the regular rotation, opened it as four. And now, I mean, you know, you, you've, you've got to keep track of what's going on because, look, let's face it, too, I think what the public is looking at uh, is that, hey, this is, you know, Chip Kelly's got to, you know, get, get moving here. Uh, the game is still at four. There's actually four and a halves out there, but I think we'll see some uh, some UCLA money come in, but it's 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 yeah you got to keep track of uh, uh, that just the, the same way you would uh, with the NFL and uh, you know that's why you know there's a lot of new operators out there as sports wagering continues to expand. You can't do it yourself. You've got to get your staff involved and and make sure that uh, they're monitoring these things as well. But the pros are out there; they don't have to monitor each one. Uh, they've got to look at uh, you know a few games. So that's uh, that's where. Pros in particular have somewhat of an advantage. Um, they're more calculating, and uh, you got to and respect those opinions. And that's why some of those numbers are going to move a lot more, depending on who bets the game and when they bet it. Well, you know the injuries. The big one, obviously. Now we're hearing there's a chance Wentz could be ready for the opener. I mean, th- th- that's the hope. But we've seen the regular season wins, Vinny. 
Indy was, uh, you know, nine and a half tens in some spots. Uh, that's down to eight and a half. We're seeing Tennessee slowly start to go up. I mean, l- literally, one big injury impacts so many different indexes. Well, yeah. I mean, in the case of the Colts, I mean, we just put up uh, uh, we just put up the, uh, the the Colts for the division. I mean, you have to. I think personally, I think you, you can put them up and bump them up for the uh, uh, for the conference and the. Um, and the, yeah. uh, the Super Bowl. Well, but they were they were the, the odds-on favorite in the division. Well, they were. were they? But now the Not Titans now. are. You know, the yeah, Titans they're plus two are, bucks. You know, you know so, um, but again, you, 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 here's what you really want to pay attention to, because I think right right now, I think holding up, this is a personal opinion, holding up on the regular season wins, because you, after this first week, they're going to have a better idea of what they have or don't have, as are other teams. So there's, you know, conceivably a, a, a possibility that a move does occur. I mean, is Wentz now saying, is he, is he going to be ready for week one? Is he not? Who? I, I think yeah, he's not going to be 100%. I mean, let's face it. So I think that we're going to have a better idea after this first exhibition game uh, because as teams get through now camp and they get through uh, a game or two, you're going to start seeing some shifting as well. I don't think uh-huh. you know deals are, are forthcoming because injuries are going to occur. All right, Vin. The big question is: the lovely B- Lee back in town? Are you off hot pockets and spaghettios? Spe- no, never spaghettios. And no, I, listen, <laughs> Brian. Listen now. You know. You got 20 seconds. <laughs> not an Italian guy out there that doesn't know how to cook. I'm not saying they could cook good, but. Never blasphemy for the spaghetti. Also, remark. I, bur- on, I burned easy. cereal. <laughs> Man, now the uh, laundry is another story. That that yeah, that is a completely different story. Visa and Vinny on Twitter. Uh, you come to the South Point, you bump into Vinny Maliula. We love you, bud. Thank you for doing this. We'll chat next week. Always fun, guys. Take care. Have a great day. Coming right back to Vegas on Sportsbook Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Take in the outdoors with Nature Valley Granola Bars. You've got a lot to consider. Stats, matchups, injury reports, travel, weather. That's why we're here. Get the edge 24-7 on your source for gaming, insights, expert perspectives, and more. We help make the odds. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing on Sports Grid Radio. Sirius XM Channel 204. Oh, that's a fly reference. It sounds more like the Wizard of Oz. It's like are we in Munchkinville. Yeah, I, that's I, the fly. I've heard, I've heard that fly. sound before. Yeah, 
The Fly from was, the, was the, ni- the 1950s movie, The Fly. Gotcha. I, th- I, I thought it was something like that. YouTube, is that YouTube took you all the way back to the 50s? Is that what the... Is that, what the that doesn't take me... That's not YouTube doing that. How do you guys not know The Fly? No, I know it. You had to go find it. Yeah. And? It's, it's well, you, I'm assuming you went to YouTube. Well, yeah, I did. Well, that's okay. But I mean, yeah, I knew I'm the I'm fly. Dumb. I'm not stupid. I'm not, I wasn't just like sitting on YouTube, like being like, "Hey, I need to find something that's about flies." I'm trying to think of the, the '50s version of the fly. I mean, it was, like it was with the guy he had whiskers and hair, and it's nowhere near as good or disgusting as the '80s version with Jeff Goldblum. Well, Jeff Goldblum. I mean, you do it. You I'm do. I know you do Christopher Walken. Do you do a? A gold uh, 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 are you asking me if I uh, can can do a uh, guy that uh, I have in the yeah, world? Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, I, I, I am. try. Not uh, as good. Uh, not, no, no, not as good. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, I'm not a fan yeah. of him. Yeah. yeah. I have sticky wings. Uh, Stevie Slapshot. Do you guys remember 10 Speed and Brown Shoe? I heard of it. Yeah, the TV series on ABC no. right after right after Ben Vereen had had become famous as Chicken George. Okay. Ben, ben Vereen and uh, and and Goldblum did this TV series. I just remember George of the Jungle. George of the Jungle, very good. My favorite character by Goldblum is this Brad Bellflower on the TV commercials. That's outstanding. That's a that's a great character. Uh, Jeff Goldblum, he was uh, actually very good in Independence Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a good movie. Really. It's an excellent movie. All, all Pax and all those guys. Oh, there's your, there's your entertainment cultural update. There you go. Vegas Sports. Bill Street. Pullman. Bill Pullman. Not Bill Paxton. Oh, I'm sorry, Pullman. You're right. My bad. And Bill Paxton. Uh, played, tornado play, movie. Played guard for the Bulls. Oh, but, you know, <laughs> all right. I, I, okay, we're, we're getting excited. Bill Paxton was great in True Lies. True Lies oh, is one of my. That's one, another great True movie. Lies comes yeah. on. I'm watching it. Yeah. That is an exceptional yeah. movie. Yep, some good looking female action in there, too. All right. <laughs> Tampa Bay's on a Tootsie Roll. They won four in a row, opened up a lead in the American League East. The Red Sox, your Red Sox, my friend. Yeah. What is going on well, there? They're not hitting. They, they, they've been dealing with some, some injuries. Uh, Verdugo, um, Gonzalez. Uh, but the the bottom line is they're not hitting. Um, Sale might be back. He's he's got one more rehab start. As does Severino for the Yankees, and then both those guys next start could be for the Yankees and Red Sox. I'm gonna give myself. I gave myself a big pat on the back for nailing those two flies this morning. Well, done. I was very impressed with myself. I was, I had it. It had to be done. <laughs> but a mini pat on the back. Remember we had Adam Burke on. Whatever. A month ago? Okay. Yeah, three weeks ago. Who might make a run? But remember I said, why do I just keep looking at the Phillies? Okay. I don't think the Phillies are hideous. I, I think there's something to work with there, and they're on an eight-game Tootsie Roll. I think in that division, anybody's got a shot. Um, well, that's a point well taken. That was part yeah. of the reason. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not saying they're, uh, you know, the 27 Yankees, but, yeah. I mean, there's enough to work with there. There it is. I, I, I like Rio Moto. Um, Segura needs to, to stay healthy. Harper needs to hit a little more. Um, yeah, that, they're a good enough team. Nola may be the key there if he can 
string together some quality starts. Seattle made their move, right? And then they flattened out a bit of late. Yeah, they have. Um, I, I, thought that, I thought they were getting ready to do something. And, and maybe yet they will. Um, and meanwhile, the White Sox just keep doing their thing. Yeah. Does anybody talk about them? No. They, they Honestly? Don't, I, I, I don't hear a lot of talk. And, and they, they just got Robert back on, on Monday. And uh, they've got another, I'm blanking now, they've got another guy that will be back here shortly. Um, so so, so they're, they're getting guys healthy. Honestly, I mean, you think about it. Okay, we talk about the Dodgers and the Giants and, you know, a lot. And right. the, the Giants, yes, it's sustainable. That was the question early on. Four-game lead in the West. And then, of course, we said Tampa Bay, but the American League, American League East, you talk about the Yanks and the Red Sox. White Sox very quietly doing their thing. I'm telling you, Milwaukee and the White Sox are like the teams that are just really good. And then you get to the playoffs and go, oh, look at these guys. Yeah. I, th- I thought Cincinnati might make a run there. At uh, Milwaukee, I, I, I am less of that opinion now. I think uh, I think Milwaukee wins that division now. Um, by the way, uh, in the West, uh, Tatis is close. Um, he's taken uh, batting practice now with the boys uh, before games, so maybe a, maybe a week yet. Um, I I'm I'm a little surprised by that, to tell you the truth, Brian. I thought that could be a season ender, and it's not going to be. More Monopoly money thrown around today in the NBA. Not surprising. <laughs> it's, un- it's funny. You look up, oh, Luka Doncic, yeah, $207 million contract, five years. And I look at it and go, oh, that's not that much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's nuts. Some, some guy on ESPN Radio was talking last night about if he was Doncic, he would go to every ATM that he could get his hand, that he could find you know, around, around where he lives and just, you know. To buy, withdraw 300 yeah, bucks? Yeah, yeah. Like so, a, so 300 could, times? So he could, yeah, so then he could see the bottom line, right, on every on every <laughs> every time it produces a ticket. That's a day killer. That, what yeah. do you want to do today? I'm just going to go drive around town and look at my bank account. Yeah. Yeah, 270000000 million. I'd, I'd like to see that bottom line. That's, that sounds like fun. What, what do you look for in preseason? Like, okay, I bet in a handful of the games. I think you have to be very judicious. Mm-hmm. I mean, how deep you want to go. I mean, it could it could be one play. It could be ten plays. I don't know. But I think I'm you know, looking at quarterback rotations. I think another thing you really do have to take into account are teams with deep, wide receiving cores. So I'm going to watch the Bills game, right, obviously, for me. Mm-hmm. And I think Trubisky could see a decent amount of action here to get him acclimated to the playbook. I mean, Josh Allen, I, I don't even think I'd let him tailgate in the parking lot. <laughs> but they've got very good wide receivers, and one or two of them's going to get cut and picked up, if not maybe a move is made. So I'll be watching that and really focusing on them. That's the team I follow. But the other games, it's the same premise. You, Where is there a quarterback battle? But where is there a wide receiver battle? It's one that I always think flies through the cracks because so many of these preseason games are just yawners and dead unders. But if a team is evaluating a deep wide receiving core, right? there's only one way to know. Correct. Let's throw the ball. Yep. And it's you can see him in camp and practice every day. I want to see what he does against other guys. 
Yeah. I, so in those games, you, you have to look at the over, right, Brian? They're, they're going to be throwing that, the football. In those specific games. So, so, the, so the clock's going to stop, and then and you're throwing the ball downfield. You, you, you figure there's going to be some touchdowns. Then I also look at teams where they have really good depth in their defense. So even though they're not playing their starters, they're the second unit on uh, I, nobody's coming to mind. Maybe, maybe actually Buffalo. Uh, their second their second unit is a, still a really good defense. Could be a lower scoring game depending on who they're playing. Yeah, well, that game specifically, the Lions are playing their starters. They've got wide receivers they want to look at. McDermott's like being very cryptic, but I would think you see Trubisky a little bit. But then you got Jake Fromm, their fifth round pick from last year. They want to see a little bit what he can do. I mean, you know, is, is he sticking with you? Is he third string guy? Is he a practice squad guy? Or is he a guy that, that gets moved? The Raiders. Oh, by the way, let me just throw this at you. Okay. Let's see if I can catch it. Like just Brian's unofficial survey. I'll never forget when the Golden Knights were about to play in their first season. Was their team, and it was October, the season would start. I'm telling you, Stevie, I remember walking into the Suncoast the one day, and all of a sudden a guy walked by me wearing a Golden Knights T-shirt. This is like in July. You're only a handful of months. And I'm like, huh, it's the first Golden Knights shirt I saw. Then every, then all of a sudden caps and shirts, you started to see that, and then, you know, it exploded. I just saw something I saw here for the first time, and I think it's a. It's, I think I'm told you this. I really believe 60 to 70 percent of the crowd coming in here are going to be out of towners. Raiders, it's the NFL. There's just work to be done to be. I, hey, okay, it's here, but for it to be a real community thing, I think there's work to be. I just saw my first Raiders parked outside in front of the radio station. A Raiders Nevada. License plate. Okay. How many Golden Knights license plates do you see driving around town? Every car. Every car yeah. in town. Today was the first Raiders I've license seen, plate I've, I've seen. I've seen a couple. I've seen there, there, oh, there's yeah. a couple. That's the first one I saw. There's a couple up in the northwest where, where, where I live um, that I've noticed at, at stoplights and so forth, but but not, you know, not near what the Knights have in town. So for the Raiders, it's one of the higher totals on the board at 37 and a half. You're going to get Geno Smith playing for Seattle. Okay. Okay. I mean, he can play. Yeah. I would think Mariota maybe gets a look in here. And honestly, Mariota looked really good. Mm-hmm. Really good when he came in last year in yep. the regular season. Yep. Don't laugh. Nathan Peterman in the preseason. Nathan Peterman can light it up. Okay. He's done it before. Right. I, I think you get – there's one. I think you get points in that game. Okay. So, now, I, I'm so it's amazing, though. You're handicapping in many respects. Who's the th- guy that's going to play the second half of the game? Who's the guy going to get you there? And Mariota's kind of made it known uh, on the Internet uh, this preseason that he wants other teams to look at him, that he may be able to you know, get a starting job somewhere else. He's, 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 you know, he, he wants to, so he's going to be out there doing his very best to get that ball down the field. So the thing is, if you get guys that have had starting experience in the league that are going against guys that, you know, I'm not being mean, but guys in a month could end up being bartenders. Right. Or going back to school or whatever, you know, whatever they, 
You know what I mean? You, you got guys with quality, have had quality NFL experience going against guys that are literally, for many of these guys, it's the end of their career. It's a they don't make job. The, it's a, I, mean, I remember uh, Dwight Clark for the 49ers. Uh, he, the, the 49ers had actually worked out, who was the quarterback from Clemson? Steve something. And, and, and Dwight Clark just said, okay, I'll catch passes while, while you work them out. And the 49ers said, wow, who's that guy? And, and they signed Clark. But Clark said he went to that training camp with the Niners. That, that's a summer job. And then he was going to go do something else. Football, man, it's great. It's back. And then that first week, we I mean, get it to the games that matter. And we're on the fast track to that. All right, there are injury news and notes, some significant ones. Stevie's got the laundry list for you. Coming back, Series 204 of the Sports Grid Radio Network. Glad to be with you. I'm Brian Blessing. Chris Pavone is our producer back in New York. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. One of our favorite segments on the show, he does yeoman's work. It's the Injury Report. Our pal Stevie Slapshot, who does this for a living, will cover your bases for you. An update in the NFL, uh, Brian, from what we gave you yesterday, New England Hunter Henry, shoulder. You're going to give the nasty letters, aren't you? He's going to miss a few weeks. Because? Uh, He got an MRI Uh on that shoulder. Um, they're hoping, though, that he will be ready for week one. We'll see. In Major League Baseball for Miami, Jazz Chisholm protocols has been placed on the IL. For San Diego, Fernando Tatis' shoulder is now taking batting practice with the boys before games. He's getting close, Brian. For the New York Yankees, we got some good news. Luis Severino, groin. I'm a victim of circumstance. Who are you hitting? Has another rehab uh, start scheduled on Friday, and then the start after that could be for the Yankees. Kudos to Gris. Uh, any Three Stooges drop, appreciate it. Fully excellent. A couple of bad news uh, guys for the Yankees, however. Uh, Gio Urshela, hamstring. Suffered a setback in rehab and is going to miss at least another week. And then Gleyber Torres with a thumb. Well, of course they're hurt. Look at all the blood. Gleyber was placed (laughs) on the IL, and he's going to miss more than just a minimum 10 days. We're looking at 15 to 20 games uh, for Gleyber. That Hunter Henry thing, I mean, no big, no small deal. You want him healthy because, I mean, I think they're building everything around Hunter Henry and John Smith. That two tight end set's going to be big for them. That's fine. Just watch out with Hunter Henry. He was oft injured in his five years with the Chargers. He was. Well played. Good job. Follow him on Twitter at Stevie Slapshot. Follow me at Brian Blessing. 
Chris Pavone is our producer. As if you didn't know, he is outlandishly talented. We appreciate everything he does. Hour number two, Tony Neville, Treasure Island, is going to join us. Keep it right here. Yeah.